The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Going In Raw is now a CastBox original. CastBox is the fastest-growing, highest-rated podcast app on both iOS and Android, where you can find all your favorite podcasts. You can still listen to Going In Raw wherever you get your podcasts, but we hope you'll give CastBox a shot. We think it's the best. Hey guys, this is Charlotte, and you're watching Going In Raw. What's up, it's your girl, Sasha Banks, Legit Fox, and you are watching Going In Raw. You like that? What's up? This is the most must-see WWE superstar of all time and his lovely, gorgeous wife, Marie. <laughs> and you are Going In SmackDown Live. This is the glorious one, Bobby Roode, and you're watching Going In Raw. Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson, available wherever fine podcasts are. Be sure to hit that subscribe button and the notify bell next to it if you notice you're not getting your Going In Raw daily notifications because we are every day, Larson. Every day. Our SummerSlam predictions went up this morning. We have videos here, we have videos there, we have videos everywhere. That's right. Video after video upload after, video after, after, after upload <laughs> after upload. That's right. We're also available, of course, wherever audio podcasts can be found, including CastBox. We have a terrific partnership with CastBox. Uh, if you're a fan of Going In Raw and you want to help support the show, a great free and easy way to do it is to download the CastBox app uh, to uh, Android or iOS device. Uh, go to Going In Raw and click subscribe and, hey, mm -hmm. maybe even leave us a comment. We haven't read any comments on oh. the CastBox recently. True, true. Hey, why don't we do that really Great quick. idea. Before we get into this 205 Live Business. Oh, uh, and while you do that, on the Patreon... Uh, $5 a month gets you access to every single post-show yay or nay we do. Yes. 30 minutes of goodness at the end of, uh, at, well, after our broadcast every day. 30 minutes of stuff. I mean, it's 30 minutes of access to us. Um, and then, because we generally respond to everybody in the chat. Today, oh, yeah. we're going to take a look at, we're going to analyze uh, a Luthez-Ricky Dozen match from 1957. It's fantastic. And it ends in controversial fashion. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's good. Is it shoot? Is it, is it work? I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't know what they used to do back in the 50s. Yeah, I don't know either. Anyways, uh, that's a lot of fun. Um, so, yeah, there's all that. Are you on the comments yet? I'm trying to. It wasn't loading. You're just on the home screen now, man. No, it wasn't loading. Uh, I got to check out those RFA, RFK tapes you were talking about. Oh, yeah, you definitely got to do that. Yeah. I'm going to do some super chats while you load up the right, comments right. on there. We've got one from Soul FGC. He says, last night, one of my younger coworkers told me he's only ever known The Rock as an actor, an actor, and heard, an actor. and heard he was a good wrestler. I feel old. I am sad. You're probably not as old as we are. Luckily, we don't have any young coworkers here. We only have each other, and we're both old, so we don't have to deal with that kind of stuff. Uh, Trey Porter, $1. Thank you. And uh, C. Ross 22 says, Adam Cole's boom or Adam Cole Bebe? You got to go with Bebe. You got Bebe's iconic. Too. Do you like uh, last night Roderick Strong when he was up on when they were. Uh, he pointed at Kyle O'Reilly. Perfectly during the on boom. time. Yeah, here's a comment. Reese Batty, 
Hi, great show. Been following you guys for a couple of years now. Great shows always get a great reaction from me. Oh, thank well, you. That's awesome. Reese. That's awesome. I don't there's know if I can... other ones. Okay. <laughs> there's lots. There's lots more. Lots of comments. It took you a good three minutes to get that up and 10 seconds to read it. Well done. Let's talk about 205 Live. Yeah, let's do that. Uh, it was a great show because it had uh, Leo Rush on it. It had Leo Rush versus Akira Tozawa. In a great match. In a fantastic match. They should have had this as a main event like next week, though, or yeah, something. Um, but, but you know, sometimes there's, there's episodes of 205 Live that come off as a bit formulaic because a lot of weeks you have Lucha House Party versus somebody to open the show. Yeah. It seems about 75 to 80% of the time. The last three months, that's been the show open. That's a good. That's booking. Uh, that's good booking ideology there, though. No, it is because they put on they're exciting, exciting matches, and, and I, they've I, got the noise. They bring the noise. I totally and stuff. understand why they do it. Yeah, um, but it's nice to 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 break things up. Yeah, sure. I mean, usual. Usually, the formula is a match to begin with, get the crowd into it, some sort of squash type situation in the middle, and then the main event with a couple talky bits in between. It's great. Um, Leo Rush is like the heel version. He's like the heel singles wrestler version of Lucha House Party. He's a very exciting wrestler. Yeah. Um, except, you know, people want to boom because he's very arrogant. Yeah, he's a heel. Uh, he's fantastic. He came down. He uh, dropped a promo. Uh, I kind of forget what he said, to be honest with you. I was, I think during his promo, I was reciting what he was saying in my Christopher Walken accent. Oh, to yourself? To myself. Well, no, out loud. Nobody's in the house. I do that from time to time, like every day. Somebody's not home. Start talking to yourself. Well, in, in my various voices, yes. I hear I voices in my I don't know head. If that makes it less creepy or more. You decide. It's up to you, man. Um, so I don't know. I forget what he said in his promo, but it was probably anti Akira Tozawa stuff. I don't know why I have to fight this guy again. I already beat him once. Yeah, I think that was the, the gist of it. Yeah. Um, as he starts, so then Akira Tozawa comes down, and Akira Tozawa was in no mood to play Leo Rush's games. Uh, in terms of like taking the time to do the jewelry stuff, yeah, yeah. he attacked him mid removing his bracelet yeah, or his watch a, or whatever. There was a great bracelet spot towards the beginning of the match where mm-hmm. uh, Leo Rush, you know, says, "Ref, let me at least take off my bracelet." Um, he takes it off, throws it at Akira Tozawa, tries to do something. Tozawa throws it back to distract Leo Rush. It was good. Yeah, it was good stuff. Yeah, the match was fun. It was a bit more. It was it was lighter on the quick fun stuff that I like, and it was a bit more physical. It was mm-hmm. it was different from their first match. Yeah, it was totally good. fine. It was yeah, it's great. It great. Um, but yeah, it was a bit more physical, uh, a bit more hard hitting than you know the quickie quickie stuff. I'll be honest with you, I'm just I'm a big fan of Leo Rush's version of the quickie quickie stuff. Yeah, of all the flippy floppy stuff. And well, the, he doesn't do a whole lot of high flying stuff apart from his. Finisher. We haven't seen. Well, it's not even the high flying stuff. It's all the crazy running in different directions yeah, 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 all over yeah, the place. Yeah. It's that kind of stuff. And then, like, bending over to avoid, like, clotheslines and stuff. Yeah. We've only scratched the surface yeah. of what this kid can do. I can't wait to see him in a main event feud against Cedric Alexander, Mustafa Ali, Buddy Murphy. Yeah. Wrestlers Who's the Who's the second? Caliber. He's the quickest guy on 205 Live. Who's the quickest guy on 205 Live? It's got to be either Kalisto or Lince, right? Oh, probably Kalisto. Yeah, probably. Akira Tozawa is pretty quick, too. He's pretty quick. They just didn't go there as much as I thought they would. Yeah. I am. Are you bummed out at all that this is this is sort of moving on? I feel like Akira Tozawa deserves a victory, and then like he can lose the rubber match. You don't care about that? It's Akira Tozawa, man. I know. I like, I him, like a him a lot. I like him a lot. Not a good trajectory, two losses in a row. No, I know. I mean, he seems to be 
uh, trending downward while his former tag team partner seems to be trending upward. Mm-hmm. Hideo Itami. Yeah. Um, but I would like to see uh, Akira Tozawa's fortunes turn around because he's really good. He's great. Yeah, I know. He's fantastic. And I think this could have been a really strong way uh, if they did uh, two out of three. Yeah. Um, you know, or they went three matches, rather, to uh, to help, you know... To help out Akira a little bit, yeah. you know, give him, give him, give him a win, yeah. give him a win. I mean, even even if it was like a surprising win, yeah, you know, yeah, something out of nowhere. Just saying. No, I agree. That being said, it was a fun match. It was a great match. What are you gonna do? It's I mean, match. it's obvious they have uh, high hopes for Leo Rush. So maybe they want him to go on a pretty extensive winning streak. Yeah, yeah, that could be taking a loss. They, they did mention uh, commentary did point out that he's um, undefeated. Yeah, but he's only had like four matches. Uh, five and zero. Oh. Okay. He's 5-0. and Now, 5-0. and Name anybody else who's on a five-match win streak besides Cedric Alexander. Well, yeah, he hasn't lost this year yet. Exactly. I feel like Drew Gulak hasn't lost in a while. Yeah. I'm regretting my decision. Yeah, on my after pretty... that finish, huh? Ooh. Ooh. Doesn't look Ooh. good. No. Doesn't look good. No. Anyways, next up, we had a Drew Gulak video package where it showed him, uh, you know, it was, uh, they showed him training in the Performance Center. Mm-hmm. They showed, you know, various uh, matches of his, various clips of matches, a lot of submission stuff. Throwing uh, around the, I don't know what you call it. They had this practice. This big body bag thing. Yeah, they yeah. practice doing suplexes. Body guy bag. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. <laughs> For some reason, that stuck out to me, too. I was like, ooh, where can I get one of those? I want oh, to throw, I wanna throw I that around. That's probably, that's probably a great exercise. It probably is. It probably, probably really like good. 80, 90, maybe 100 pounds. Maybe. I know. Again, I do love whenever he, he, he says, he never says, I'm the best submission guy on 205 Live. He says WWE. I love that. Yeah. I love that. That, that show refolds. He moves to Maine. Mm-hmm. You always need a good submission guy. Oh, agreed. For sure, especially a heel like him. Good technical wrestlers can generally put on decent matches with just about anybody. They did another one of these with Cedric later on that was equally as good. Yeah, it was really good. You're right. You mentioned this yesterday. You're right. This was good, and his line reading was good. Mm-hmm. His delivery was good. It seemed much more genuine. It did. Yeah, it did. And I think he does well when it's just because I don't think it showed... It didn't. I, this was just their voiceover, right? It didn't cut to them actually. Um, with Cedric, it did. With Cedric, it did. Yeah. Okay, I probably half paid attention. I then. think. I think with Drew too. Okay, maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. But definitely with Cedric, it did. Cool. Right on. Well, good for him. Because it was really dramatically lit. I yeah. that. Oh, was it, was it kind okay? Of a, I had like more of like a cooler color timing too. Oh, crap! Why did I not see that? That's weird. Anyways, I mean, it's predominantly. I was watching it this morning. Nobody was bugging it's me. Predominantly uh, footage of him working out and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's pretty impressive him doing push-ups with three forty-five pound plates on his back. Yeah, man, that's crazy. Dude, that dude, he can move to the main roster easily. Oh heck yeah! Although I kind of appreciate because I think he will. I I do think he will one day. But I do appreciate that he's getting a lot of reps on the mic. Like he's only going to get better. Exactly. You know what I mean? He's not going to. Dude's I not going to get when, worse. When TJP was top guy. In the division. And his mic work was not good. That's kind of one of the things we said, though. was like, hey, let's give him time. He had to find his character, and yeah. now he's great. And I, th- I think the same with, with Cedric, too. Once he really finds his character, he'll be fine. Yeah, I just know. I don't know what that is, though. <laughs> because, like, I'm not... He, right now, he's just Cedric. Mm-hmm. I do... I feel like, out of anybody, he probably would benefit the most from a heel turn. Oh, yeah. Because... Without a doubt. You can, you can really bring... If, if you've got... Not a lot going on in terms of the, I'm going to say charisma department, because I think he has charisma. Oh, yeah, especially in the ring. He's got a ton. But if you have a hard time uh, projecting your charisma, I'll put it that way, on the mic, which I think he does have a problem doing, 
being a heel yeah can solve that uh, it definitely allows people an opportunity to have more fun, potentially. That's the point. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but like before the that, rules for a, 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 of how, a, 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 well, I mean, you're a good guy, so there are rules about how you can pave. Mm-hmm. And some people can work within those confines, and some people can't. Came to collect. Uh, next up, a day with Tommy versus. No, oh, no, Drake Maverick. He says, Mustafa Ali suffers from exhaustion, so I've made the decision. He's fired. Keeping out of oh the rear. No, I've sent him a FedEx. He's fired. No. Yeah. Fired man. Huge. Can we get him in a H championship match now? The Mustafa yeah. Ali has yeah. been fired from yeah, 205. No, he said he's keeping him out of the ring for a bit until he can figure out his exhaustion levels. <laughs> he, needs get, he needs to get the purple bar back up. Mm-hmm. That's kind of more stamina. That's kind of, that's kind of weak, man. He's not going any harder than anybody else in 205 live. With the possible exception of Trent Newman. I don't know, man. He takes a lot of punishment in his matches. Yeah, he does. But then he needs to figure out how not to take. I, I, yeah, I, when he said exhaustion, I was like, oh, that's not, that's not the best look. <laughs> that's what you're saying. Yeah, it is. Yeah. He's exhausted. He's tired. Fatigue. I've ordered him for more, get more sleep. I'm trying to think of something that they could say less involving him being really tired nervous breakdown no more him just like his body starting to break down because he's taking so much punishment that's something like the, that that's an organ failure no he's no, suffering no, no, from no, organ no, no. failure just, just, you know like they're moving into a hospice he's suffering from, i don't I mean i don't know if there's like a temporary condition just due to getting beat up a lot yeah other than he's beat up i'd order him to go home and rest yeah i don't know yeah i don't know man i don't know well he's the heart of 205 live he's suffering from heart disease uh, let's see here. Next up, that was bad. Sorry, Hideo Tommy versus Trent Newman. Newman. <laughs> Even though, did you notice what he had on his butt on his uh, on it's his trunks? Tracer. Oh, tracer. And then I think there was an X behind it. Oh, is he is he Tracer X? Is he Tracer X? No, Trent, he's Trent Newman. Trent Newman, Tracer X. <laughs> I think I think they spoiled his secret identity. Seems like. Yeah, because Tracer X was in there against Hideo Tommy. But no, he was Trent Newman. Um, but he's, yeah, Trent Newman. As you would imagine, this wasn't much of a match. Wrestling jobber by day, crime fighter by night. And crime fighting jobber by night. <laughs> exactly. Not much of a match. Took two uh, corner drop kicks from Hideo Tommy for uh, Mike Kyoto to stop the match. I love this. I love this Hideo uh, Tommy. His thing. character work in this match was awesome. Yeah. He was arrogant. Oh, I know. And it was all over his face, and it was great. Yeah, no, it was really good. I'm, I'm really coming around to a day. I think, I think Adeo is very comfortable doing what he's doing now, and I think 205 Live has kind of a decent direction for him because they're keeping him strong, even though he lost that title match. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so I, I don't know where really to go from here. I honestly, I could live out the rest of my days watching Adeo and Tommy squash matches because they are fun. Especially. I like I like that he, he the match stoppage happened not because of a finisher because of a bunch of corner drop kicks yeah. after the bell rings he picks Trent Newman, Newman. and gives him his finisher yeah that was great well yeah man yeah no it was good say sorry Tracer X maybe next time maybe next <laughs> damn you Tracer X next up oh yeah we have the Newman. Cedric Alexander <laughs> We had the Cedric Alexander video package. Great stuff. This is awesome. Really good stuff. Newman. Next up, we were back on Drake Maverick. This time he was talking to the body guys. Tony Neese and Buddy Murphy. We have just dubbed them that. Yeah. That's their name now. Yeah. The body guys versus the... Can we 
now hey can't we can we make our own body guy shirt now oh we should yeah with their outlines but you can't see their faces yeah. because that would be I mean, it's just two generic muscle guys yeah <laughs> exactly but with like the 205 live orange swirl around them on a purple shirt no i'm thinking something retro like some 70s script oh okay that's good guys. too that's good i like that with a couple of outlines i mean not this cause yeah, it can't that's, be this young bucks yeah. but like this maybe <laughs> like that yeah uh let's yeah, like see. this here do the other side okay like that yeah body guys Just like that yeah it's like they're they're fighting nobody what if they're holding up the bar the the barbell oh that could be what if Old one timey. of them benching the other <laughs> that's good too i like that <sighs> body guys anyways drake maverick was talking to the body guys uh and he says uh next week you'll take on lucha house well, party saying you managed to score a couple of victories but it's because the other body guys helped uh, the body guy who's actually wrestling helped them win the match therefore next week yeah i'm gonna put you in a tag match but not any ordinary tag match tornado tag tornado tag match those are the best tag matches oh, by the yeah, way man those are the greatest just three i mean Two on two, duking it out. No, none of that tagging nonsense. No, no. Tagging is for high the, flying. That's for the jerks, man. High flying, only. Uh, yeah, you can you can do high flying stuff. You can have submission guys doing a tornado match. They just a bunch of submission. In this one, there's gonna be a lot of high flying submission displays going on. High flying, man. Anyways, next up for our main event, we had Cedric Alexander versus Jack Gallagher. Yeah, um, this is a fun. They gave us a ton of time, man. I think it was like 20 minutes. I know. It was really good. This yeah. is probably Jack Gallagher's best 205 live match since the tournament. This one and, uh, yeah, I agree with that. This one and the Leo Rush match, those, those, both those matches are probably going to be better than what we're going to get at SummerSlam mm -hmm. from the Cruiserweights. Mm -hmm. Just because in the, even in the kickoff where they have two hours for three matches, yeah, they're going to allot this like seven minutes. I know. I hope not, though, right? Yeah, I hope not, this too. This is probably going to be the, the opening match, too. Yeah, I think so. The very first one. Yeah. So they'll be used to having a crowd that isn't all there. Yeah. And, you know, more focused on getting a beer than watching the in-ring competition. Yes. So anyways, um, fun match, though. Jack Gallagher got a lot of uh, he got a lot of offense in. But, oh, that finish. Oh, man. That was fantastic. Jack, uh, uh, Cedric Alexander whips Jack Gallagher against the ropes. He comes off the ropes. Spanish and he, fly. He, basically a pop-up Spanish fly. Yeah. That was fantastic. That was great. Oh, that was so good. Oh, man. I like how Spanish fly is pretty much the official move of 205 Live. It really is, and it's pretty much our official move, too. Um, uh, and in conjunction with. So the idea of this, of Starship course, paint. was Cedric Alexander doesn't need his uh, lumbar check. He can win in a variety of ways, including pop-up Spanish fly against Jack Gallagher. They tried to tell the story where Jack Gallagher is working over Cedric's neck. Yeah. Gallagher's a really good proxy for uh, yeah, Drew yeah. Gulak. Um, maybe not so much to win the match for himself, but to soften up Cedric for uh, Gulak come Sunday. Yeah. Um, and Cedric was really selling it after he won, but then Brian Kendrick comes in, tries to attack Cedric. He fends him off, fends Gallagher off. Kendrick eats a lumbar check, mm -hmm. and then Gulak comes in and applies the Gulak. Mm -hmm. um, stood tall, so it totally means he's losing on Sunday. Somebody uh, gave us a super chat, Levi Funderburk. We'll get to the rest of them in a sec. I just noticed this, and he asked, what is Larson doing that poor oh, little... Lightlife has had so much nervous energy, I don't know why. Bit of business, man. Yeah. You got all that house stuff going on, that's it. I got a lot of stuff going you on. You are a creature of, I'm not going to say comfort, but of habit and... 
uh, what well, not a word, not security when you're in your place and you're comfortable in that place. Yeah. Whatever that is. Well, I you're a know. creature of that. And when you got any, anything else going on, <laughs> throws you off a little bit. Yeah. A little bit. I mean, I can multitask, but well, that's not multitasking. You can't really multitask though. I've noticed that. Um, but no, it's, it's on your head. It's sort of distracting you. I can tell. So hopefully there's a lot that. going on. I told Does you anybody want to buy his house? I told you earlier, my, my, my dog seems to be a bit under the weather too. How yeah. old is that? How old is Zoe? She's 12. Oh, baby girl. Oh, I saw a little puppy yesterday on my run. Yeah. Oh man. Just the best. Yeah. Just loved everything. I'm trying to stick its nose through the little fence thing. Yeah. Anyways, let's talk about NXT. Oh yeah. So anyways, yeah. Drew Gulak came in at the very end after, uh, uh Cedric was able to fend off the attackers, uh, yes. Brian Kendrick and Jack Gallagher. And uh, Drew Gulak sunk in that gulag oh, super deep. Oh, man. Man, that's not a good look for my prediction. Nope. It's looking pretty bad for you, though, pretty, Steve. Pretty, 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 pretty bad. Pretty, pretty, pretty bad. Pretty, pretty, no, I think I have like eight confidence points in that, too. I think it was six. Anyways, it was a lot. Ooh. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. It was a lot. Anyways. Next up. Uh, NXT. The go home. <coughs> Sorry. The go home. <laughs> To uh, Brooklyn Takeover Four, they've been uh, they got a cool little video package uh, showing uh, the first you know highlights from the first three Brooklyns. Yeah, yeah. Takeover Brooklyns, um, uh, pretty lofty. Well, for the first two, anyways. The third one was okay too. Drew going over Bob Roode. Oh, that was a good show because that was the debut of Bay Bay. It's crazy. It's been a year. I know. That's crazy. Because in my head, I'm always thinking like, oh, it's going to be a while before they call up Undisputed Era. It's been a year. They might they might do that It soon. really feels like they have a lot more to do there, though. I know. Adam Cole Bebe needs to get that top NXT title. Oh, Give me a break. Are you Steve, kidding me? That's undisputed. That is undisputed. Let's start from the top. Street Profits versus The Mighty. I kind of feel, hope this is, this is them riding the ship with Street Profits because they still have a ton of potential. And you know what? This was a decent match. Yeah, they gave it a lot of time. This Far too often, this, you know, when Street Profit uh, matches, and when they won, they were like three minutes long. They kept mm-hmm. them short. They actually gave this a decent amount of time. Yeah, they did. They and did. I got to be honest, I'm not into the Mightiest Heels. They're too... They're, dude, they're, they're like this close to being vaudevillain-esque. I know. They come out and they're so like overboard. Like I, I don't know a whole lot about them, their time in in Noah. Yeah, I don't. I'm not on Noah. But I either. think there is a bit more like viciousness as yeah. opposed to over the top. They're like, like hapless. They're basically hapless heels. And then yeah, and then, and then yeah, they're kind of hapless. Which I don't feel threatened by them at all. Not at all. They, and here's the all their pants are great. I love their pants. They yeah, look I like fantastic. The, it looks like Austin Aries pants. Um. The sad thing about it is that they could be huge, awesome, very threatening heels, mm-hmm. but they don't book them that nope. way. They got them in there in the cartoon division mm-hmm. with the Street Profits. And I like the Street Profits. They got a good energy about them. Um, and this match, Montez Ford, when when they sort of focus more on Montez Ford's athleticism, mm-hmm. which is off the charts, yeah, um, it, it, it's better. It's yeah. just, and, and, and put them in there with guys like the Mighty, I think it's going to help them in terms of developing their storytelling. Yeah. You know, their psychology, yeah. that kind of stuff. Well, far too often in the when the Street Profits would have matches prior to their kind of, I don't know, they were off TV for a while. Um, it seemed like Angelo Dawkins was carrying most of the match. Mm-hmm. And Montez would wrestle a bit in the beginning and then come in for the finish. Mm-hmm. And they kind of, to a degree, inverted that this time around. Yeah. 
Yeah. Although Montez got the pin anyways, but Montez was in the, in the ring a heck of a lot more. Yeah, he was. He was a bunch. Uh, but and, and he got uh, the win with a roll-up and a handful of tights. Yeah, he reversed a roll-up with a handful of tights mm-hmm. into his own roll-up with a handful of tights, picked up the victory for Street Handful Profits. of tights is like no longer a heel-exclusive thing. No. Seth Rollins did it. Well, especially if you do it uh, to counter the Somebody heel else doing, doing it. it. Yeah. And then apparently that's fine. If it seems easy, it's okay. Yeah. Then it's fair. In that case, was it two wrongs make a right? Mm-hmm. True, too. In that case. Yeah. Eye for an eye. Murder for murder. Moving on, Shayna Baszler and Aaliyah were backstage talking yeah. because Aaliyah had a match against Kyrie Sane coming up later on. So Shayna Baszler was giving her some tips. Uh, they, they were just miming. They, you know, because Shayna was doing, just doing a lot of like, like giving her pointers about how to win. Just, and then flip and then like that. Yeah. So yeah, she was giving her pointers. Um, after that. Best part of this, sh- actually, no, the Kyrie Sane match was great. Oh, gosh, uh, that was awesome. But next up, we had an Undisputed Era promo. It was fantastic. Um, Bobby Fish, they need to boost his levels a little bit sometimes. <laughs> I like that he kind of just mumbles. I like that it's hard to hear him. <laughs> okay, I like that. Okay. I like it. I like All right, it. that's good. Because Adam Cole, Hadn't seen that Adam point Cole of view. projects so well. Yeah. Uh, so does Kyle O'Reilly, yeah. even Roderick Strong. Even Roderick Strong kills it. He had most of the mic time. And then and then, and then, then Bobby Fish just has a couple of sides of the line here, here there, and a really good, he closed it, the expression on his face to close the promo was. Yeah, he can do the people's eyebrow really, really well. It was fantastic. Yeah, that's true. Instead of saying, I can't do this, the sign because he has he a trophy went. in his hand, he just kind of looks around us. Yeah, that was really good. Was great. Uh, Kyle O'Reilly referred to Trent Seven as Trent the Beast Severn. That was great. I'm happy ah! you told me about that because I missed it. That was morning. awesome. So yeah, they're doing their typical thing. They're on their playground set and they're running down. They're running down not just Mustache Mountain, but they run down War Raiders for even suggesting because they said War Raiders said whoever you know anyone who walks out of Brooklyn, we're going to take those titles from. And Roderick Strong said, "We're not just anyone. We're the Undisputed Era." Um, and then Adam Coles, uh, he talked about Ricochet a little bit. Uh, it was it was all great. Trent the Beast Severn. <laughs> Trent the Beast Severn. <laughs> oh, oh my did God. you see? Did you see the little the takeover? I, I just saw this on Twitter. I didn't even notice it oh, last the, night. Where he's air guitaring? Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. No, it's I saw like that they last had night. the proper graphic for takeover with yeah, like yeah. it's yellow glitchy. Yeah, yeah. He's, he, he's air guitaring. It's great. Oh man, that's fantastic. Uh, after that, we had Kyrie Sane versus Aaliyah. Oh, man, this was awesome. This was fantastic because it was fairly quick. It was fairly quick. It was pretty much a squash match in Kyrie yes. Sane's favor. But I felt like she was like, she was pulling everything out. Yeah. There was stuff that she did in this match I hadn't seen her done do before in NXT. Yeah, yeah. And then for the finish, she goes up, hits an insane well, Hold on. She, so the, 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 like before that, she had Aaliyah in a stretch muffler. Yeah. I will never not take the chance to say, take the opportunity to say stretch muffler. It's, a, it's one of the best named moves. It is definitely. So she had her in that, but Aaliyah was able to somehow, even though it didn't make any sense. If you're in the stretch muffler, you're pretty much stuck. There is no momentum you can swing while you're in that move. Yeah, probably not. Because one leg is here, the other leg is down here. Unless you have like a really strong upper body. It takes a really, because then you have to essentially... There's no ground to do this on. Yeah, there is. No, there isn't. Dude, no, there isn't. You're like hanging there like this. Well, the arms, I mean, if you do it, you can't do that. The way, the way they did it, the way they did it. There was... Or if you're really flexible, you can contort your body enough that you might be able to, to, to claw We'll have to way. look at this again during like the post show or something because I was like, 
Why is Kyrie Sane just moving towards the ropes? Because you're just stuck there like this, going like this. It was very silly. But anyways, uh, possible, Steve. So yeah, after that, it's not. After that, uh, Kyrie Sane had Aaliyah down. She goes up for her uh, insane elbow. Yeah, she drops one. And and Shayna Baszler was on commentary, by the way. Yeah, and there was some really funny stuff going on there too. Kyrie Sane then looks over at Shayna Baszler, goes back up, yeah. doesn't go for the pin, drops another one. Uh, at that point, she gets back up, drops a third, goes for the pin. At two, she picks up Aaliyah. The whole time she's staring at Shayna Baszler. Exactly, yeah. Then she does, what is the submission? Oh, the anchor. The anchor. Okay, that makes sense. Then she does the anchor, and so she's upside down, and she points while she's doing the submission at Shayna Baszler. Amazing. And Shayna, at this point, is like standing up, freaking out, and uh, and then Aaliyah finally taps out. Oh, it was amazing. It's fantastic. It's really, really good. Amazing. So, yeah, I, I, we had not seen that side of Kyrie Sane. Nope. It was perfect. It was yes. absolutely, absolutely it was perfect. Amazing. Yeah, it was really good. Uh, next, uh, Adam Cole Ricochet video package. More good stuff. Some new interview bits between um, with Ricochet and Adam Cole. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. They mm-hmm. always do a great job with these video packages. Yeah, no, this was really, really good. Uh, next, Velveteen Dream down to the ring. Dropped the promo. Mm-hmm. Um, interrupted by EC3. The crowd was huge into Velveteen Dream, and he was sort of giving them some shit for being into him because he's, you know, not so, he had a fanny pack. He looked amazing. Yeah. A denim vest. Are you going to go all denim with fanny pack at StarCast? I wish I could pull that off, but there's only literally one person that can pull that off, and we saw it last Mm -hmm. night. It was Velveteen Dream. The denim vest, no shirt underneath, fanny pack, jeans, and then boots. Man, are you kidding me? So anyways, uh, he's talking about EC3. EC3 comes down. He's hot on the mic. He's great. Oh, he was so good. He's so good. I nice, forget. nice fanny pack, by the way. Yeah, I'm trying to remember what else he said though, um, because it ma- it just made me laugh that these two. I am almost convinced that so EC3 stood tall at the end of this because they say for once the you know one of the guys says we don't have to wait till uh, EC3 said we don't have to wait till Brooklyn. Yeah. So he takes off his jacket. He starts rolling up his sleeves because they're about to throw. Yeah. Neither of them bitch out, right? Yeah. So yeah. they actually start throwing, which yeah. is rare these days. I Usually know. when they say, we don't have to wait, nothing happens. I know. Velveteen Dream first takes off his fanny pack. Mm-hmm. Then he takes off his denim vest. They start throwing. Velveteen Dream goes for his, or he, he tries to get him up. A Death Valley driver, yeah. Right. Uh, EC3 gets down. They throw some more. He gets, he gets his finisher off. What is it, the one percenter? Is that what it's yeah, called? Yeah, okay. one percent. Yeah. Uh, so he's standing tall. Velveteen Dream sells it like a million bucks. The logic here is probably that Velveteen Dream, who's coming off a loss against Ricochet, goes, last over, takeover, goes over a takeover. Goes over. The funny thing about this entire feud is that with the exception of like the silly thing last week, which was amazing, this is they are priming these guys for a main roster spot like right oh, now. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I I wouldn't it would not surprise me if both these guys went up after up. SummerSlam. It would be something if they started a feud in NXT, both get called up to SmackDown, they continue the feud on SmackDown. God, that would be great. That would be so great. I don't think we've seen that. I don't think we've seen it either. We haven't. Besides like maybe the exception of Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Yeah. Like their entire but it wasn't thread. Like, it wasn't a, a direct, direct continuation. Going to it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, because like the build has been, it's just like main roster. The build has been nothing. Mm-hmm. There is zero reason for these guys to be on each other. Well, it's pretty, it's, it's slim. I mean, yeah. Velveteen Dream walked out on EC3 during a tag match. Yeah, so exactly. That, yeah. And then they went and did the little pool thing, which really was like nothing. Yeah. But it was hilarious. I loved it. Um, 
so yeah, it's, I just kind of feel like that in itself is prepping them for main roster because yeah. there's no builds on main yeah. roster. It's just it's the, the feud is carried by the the strength of their personalities. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know, man. Like, it's a bummer to me because Velveteen Dream. I really want him to be in NXT for a while. I know. I want him to get that NXT championship. Yep. I want that to happen, but. I don't know, man, because we've heard rumors like left and right about them wanting to get Velveteen Dream mm-hmm. up to main roster. Mm-hmm. Um, after that, we had um, they the, reran mm-hmm. or they ran on a NXT the mm-hmm. Alistair Black Who Done It video. It was great. Yeah. Oh man, it's amazing. Oh, it's fantastic. Oh, that's right. That's right. Thanks. Chat mentioned here. Who is this? Uh, senior nerd said. Uh, EC3 comes in and says. So this is what happens when doves cry. Oh yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Crowd was Crowd huge into that. that yeah, big time. Um, next, we got a Gargano Champa video package. They were starting to well, and the first time that it seemed like Johnny has mentioned this, um, that he's tying his own redemption to becoming NXT champion. Well, Alexy here in Discord says, "Is there anything better than in NXT than the ambient undisputed era music when they're doing something?" Yeah, it's whenever they're there, it's on, plays, and it's, it's fantastic. Um, this, as far as I can recall, this is the first time Gargano's mentioned something to the extent of um, his redemption. Mm-hmm. As Johnny Wrestling is tied to claiming the NXT title, mm-hmm. um, so that's an interesting new development in the storyline. Oh, Karen just tiptoed in the chat, and she was thoroughly into singing EC3's uh, theme music oh, yeah. as well. Yeah. There was a nice shot of EC3 and Karen. Yes, and she was singing his well. theme song. I mean, it's a good song. <laughs> it's catchy. Uh, so, anyways, I'm sorry I interrupted you. What were you yeah. saying? Yeah, uh, I'll say it the third time. <laughs> this is the first time. Please go the, ahead. Uh, Gargano saying. That his redemption is tied, his redemption as a person, mm-hmm. reclaiming Johnny Human. Gargano, um, is tied to becoming NXT champion. Because mm-hmm. um, in his mind, uh, getting that belt off Ciampa is tantamount to saving NXT from his wrath, I guess. Yeah. Um, so that was just an interesting new kind of wrinkle to the story that I don't think they had mentioned yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if that's going to, that's the hardest match for me to pick. Let me do predictions here in a little bit. Three of them I feel really comfortable about, and there's two of them I feel that could go either way. All right, we'll talk about that in a second. Um, yeah, no, this was good. Uh, Triple H on his conference call said that, uh, mentioned the Aleister Black thing. He says it would have just felt so third wheel for us to put somebody else in there. Mm-hmm. He said, so, you know, we did have to shuffle the deck a little bit in terms of the storytelling. Um, but the focus was always going to be on these two. Mm-hmm. Essentially, he said mm-hmm. that. I'm mm-hmm. sort of paraphrasing mm-hmm. or insinuating, getting the the gist of what he said. Yeah, yeah. So anyways, let's do predictions. Oh, we didn't talk about the main event at all. Oh, shit, there was a main event. Tyler yeah. Bate versus Roderick Strong. This is a really, really fun match. Did mm-hmm. they fight in the 205 Live tournament or on NXT before? I feel like we've seen this. Or maybe not. Did they, have, did they wrestle in the 205 Live tournament? I kind of feel like they did. Maybe. They each they were did. On the same side of the, they each did, and they were on the same side of the bracket. Seems like they might have. They might have. This was really good, though. They it are was good. really good together. Oh, they're both I mean, phenomenal they're two wrestlers. two of the best wrestlers. Yeah. Um, but uh, Tyler Bate ended up going over with uh, a Tyler driver. Uh, Kyle O'Reilly tried to interfere. He got up on the, on the apron. Mm-hmm. Trent Seven pulled him off. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Roderick Strong uh, did the baseball slide thing to Trent Seven. Uh, came back in, and then uh, a little bit later, Ada Tyler Driver. Yeah, that's what I remember. But I gotta love these matches. They're oh, they're just, so good. They're, they're both like great sellers, great workers, Ugh. great personalities. Yeah, it's fantastic. So uh, yeah, here we go. Let's do this. All right, here we go. First match: one, two, three, four, five matches. 
Uh, Adam Cole versus Ricochet. You're right about this one here. That's all the confidence points. Uh, Adam Cole versus Ricochet. I'm going to do this. Uh, let's see here. I will say... I'm going to go with Adam Cole, but only one confidence point. All right, all right. I think that this could go... Either way. So, uh, the, the thing about Adam Cole is that he has... Now, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to go Ricochet. Um, but still one confidence point. Ricochet has more to lose by losing to Adam Cole. Yeah. Because Adam Cole still has Undisputed Era, and they're totally keeping those tag titles. So uh, he still has them as a faction. Yeah. Um, and he still has just being Adam Cole. He's the most over guy. It gives him something else to do as well. Maybe after Gargano Champa, maybe we can... Number one, next up is War Games. Mm-hmm. So he's going to be going into War Games to get his revenge for losing the North American title. And then maybe the the subsequent one, if he doesn't get called up after the next, because the next one would be the Rumble. Um, yeah, in Phoenix. I mean, at that point, either give them the NXT title or they're going to start getting called up after Mania. Maybe. You know? So I feel like Ricochet, if he loses this, granted, he just won against Velveteen Dream. But if he loses this, what really else? I mean, I guess he can change, he could chase Adam Cole a little bit. But what else really is there for him to do? I feel like there's not a lot. Like, I guess he could get into a program maybe with Lars Sullivan, something like that. Um, but I feel like next up for the North American title probably should be Ricochet versus Lars Sullivan. So I'm going to say that. I'm going to say right. Ricochet wins. I only have one confidence point. Yeah, I have Adam Cole retaining with only two. So I'm not – this is one of the two matches I feel like is kind of a coin flip. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I'm just going with Adam Cole because Undisputed Era is the most – popular thing in all of it. Super popular. And the titles, and that's that's the one caveat. The titles do mean a lot to yes. them. They yes. really do. So, yes. And, 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 and they can the have thing. Adam Cole, inter- they can have Undisputed Era interfere yeah. to help Adam Cole retain. And that can propel the storyline further going into War Games. War Games, yeah. And here's the thing also. I really, really want Adam Cole to win. Yeah. So that's why I'm happy. I'm only putting one confidence point here. If I drop this, probably not a big deal. Yeah. Or my, I mean, I don't know. This is one point. might decide it's only five matches. Yeah, I know. Uh, let's see here. I'm going to go ahead and do this. Let's Next see up, here. Velveteen Dream versus EC3. Going with Velveteen Dream. Confident points of four. Okay. Um, I mean, the math seems to hold here. EC3 stood tall to close out their segment on NXT. Velveteen Dream really needs a win at a takeover um, against a high-profile opponent. I think it happens here. Uh, two, and then here. Champa gets... Three. Okay. Uh, yeah, so Velveteen Dream. No, I agree with everything you just said. Velveteen Dream. I, I have two confidence points just simply because I'm more confident in the other matches um, above this. Um, but, yeah, the math makes total sense here. Why would, yeah, that EC3 stood tall. And, like, again, again, a hallmark, a hallmark of main roster, whoever yeah. stands tall. Ends up losing. Even though that's a stat that really doesn't hold up. Well, I mean, it, it seems to with who wins, but we've never seen the math like any sort of analysis in terms of who stood tall. We've seen the analysis of who wins the match. When it's, the yeah, when it's, when it's as obvious as this, when it's as obvious as what happened on, oh, Baron Corbin and Finn Balor, when it's that obvious, Finn Balor's going to win oh, that yeah, match. Yeah, yeah. That stuff is obvious. Uh, next, Shayna Baszler versus Kyrie Sane. As much as I would love to see Kyrie Sane win, especially after her performance this week, 
That was the strongest we're ever we're gonna see Kyrie saying she's gonna tap out or she's gonna she's gonna fade out. They'll give her the uh, the 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 face pass. I hope yeah. so. If they gave it they gave it to Nikki Cross, they should give it to Kyrie yeah. Sane. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah, and it makes Shayna look cooler anyway yeah. when somebody passes out. I know, I know. They're and they're gonna have Shayna carry that title all the way to Survivor Series when they do the four horsemen versus four horsemen. It would make sense. Uh, next, Undisputed Era versus Mustache Mountain. Undisputed Era is totally retaining those titles. Uh, Mustache Mountain will probably be the first NXT United Kingdom Tag Team Champions. Yeah, they've already taped that stuff. Not, not, no, I don't know if they're going to be the... They probably will be, unless they, they really use them to get oh, over yeah, yeah. whatever other team. Just, I'm just, but, they're definitely going to be the first tag champion. But like they've already taped stuff. and like. Have you seen any spoilers for that? Because I haven't. Yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Anything interesting? Don't get the particulars. Uh, we can talk about it later. All right. Nothing like over the moon, like crazy interesting. To be honest with you. All right. Neville uh, doesn't return then, huh? <laughs> no. Oh. You just broke my heart by even mentioning his oh, name. Sorry. I'll look into that though. hundred percent. I think he's super talented. I'll have to look into that. I'll have to look into. I'll have to look into <laughs> where he great. is. I know. I'm not hundred percent on that. I'm not a hundred percent. You're like the on number that. two guy in the entire company. You are three hundred percent on where Neville is. I Triple know. H. Give me a break. Oh, I wish I was on the conference call. I would have said that. <laughs> uh, finally, main event, Johnny Gargano versus Tommaso Ciampa for the NXT title. Um, it would... Okay, I'll put it this way, dude. It would feel kind of... Look, it's going to be a killer match. I feel like it would be a little overwhelming and... I'm sorry, underwhelming and... And... Gargano doesn't deserve a reward right now. That's the thing. This build does not lead, the build as it is right now, does not lead to Gargano winning an I award. Agree, I agree. I so agree. Ciampa wins. I agree with all that. However, since they tossed in that extra little wrinkle, that Gargano's redemption, he feels like, it's tied to that NXT title. If they give this match, which I'm sure they will, about 30 minutes, mm-hmm. there's a lot of story they can probably get through in that 30 minutes where Gargano has that moment where he has to choose between doing something dastardly like he did last time doing the white noise off the stage through all those tables and stuff because there he made a very distinct choice to go too far Mm -hmm. and it eventually ended up costing him the match so he's gonna have to be faced with another decision like that and if he passes on it and decides to say no this is my this is my this is my opportunity here to start my redemptions arc they can do all that so by the end of the match if he were to win it would feel satisfying yeah, you're right. They're good enough storytellers. They're and and they've proven that they've been able to to do all that. Um, what would make what would make a year of takeovers? It'd be this would be their third, right? Would it be their third? Yeah, this is their third straight takeover main event. Okay. So it was Mania. It'd be Mania weekend next year. Okay, so here's the thing about Gargano. I feel like in this, for it to be really, really, and because, dude, it's obviously they're doing something special here. Yes. For it to be really special, he has to, in this match, choose in the end yeah. between his soul and that title. Yeah. I don't think it would be as effective if he oh, did if he both. Oh, both ways. No, I agree. And I've been saying ways. that the whole time. Yeah. That he has to make that choice, whether to, to, to redeem himself or go after that title. But then there's always a possibility they'll try to do something crazy like a double switch here. Uh-huh. Entirely possible. Possible. Where Johnny takes things too far in his mind for the greater good, but ultimately it leads to his own destruction. We don't know. Yeah. 
There's so many different possibilities, and they're all intriguing. Yeah, I know. Uh, it was gonna be a hell of a match. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm picking. Uh, I'm picking Champa to retain. It's too early for him. He's great. Oh, he great, great as a heel champ. And Gargano, I think, needs this match. He needs to lose this match in order to find that redemption. Yeah, I can see that. So that's where my pick. Just, my pick I'm is. Doing, with, I'm gonna go Gargano. Just confidence point all of right. one. All right. Mostly just to differ from you. Um, no, I like that. So this comes down between the two of us to... Ricochet and Adam Cole and uh, Gargano Ciampa. So between all that, you have three confidence points and I have four confidence points between all those matches. So... Yeah. So if Adam Cole... Yeah, I'm not going to start doing math on this one. I think it basically is going to come down to that last match. Mm -hmm. If like, yeah... Yeah, well, this is which is good, which is good, which is good. All right, cool. Uh, let's do some questions. Why don't you hop yeah. on the super chat? Oh, I'm there already. All right. Uh, Wayne Maker says hello, tossers. Um, hello, Wayne Maker. I don't think we're allowed to say that word. Are we not? <laughs> Look, we're American. We don't know that shit. I don't know what it means. What does it mean? <laughs> is it really bad? Don't go asking questions. All right, I'm sorry. Next. I'm sorry. I don't know what it means. Next. Uh, Jonathan. Uh, power rank the next five likely signings to WWE NXT. Well, Matt Riddle, number one. Keith Lee. Keith Lee. <laughs> well, he already signed. He's already been on TV. Marcel Bartel. <laughs> Again. Aaliyah. Wait. She's been in NXT for a long time. Okay. Uh, Since it has been officially confirmed by WWE, Matt Riddle has, is number one. Yeah, yeah. I'm for sure, sure the ink is dry. Yeah. He'll be ringside in Brooklyn. Oh, the Young Bucks. All right. Cause that's only like four months away. Yeah, it's November. The Young Bucks—they're gonna—they're gonna be the last ones out of the group that I'm talking about. Yeah. Um. Let's see here. Who else? Who else on the indie scene? Who's who's big in PWG? Who's the current PWG champ? Is it Walter? Yeah. Nah, he ain't leaving. What about Brody King? Uh, I feel like he's probably a couple of years away. Oh, Pentagon Junior. Really? They've expressed interest. Apparently, think they can get him out of that Lucha Underground contract. Yeah, no, that's a good one. Pentagon Jr. Yeah. Sammy K. Oh, look at Impact. A wealth of talent there. Great talent. Are you going to watch tonight? Come on over and watch. I'll to, buy the beer. I have way too much to do. I'll buy the beer. What do you have to do? You I ain't doing nothing. Matt chat. I got to do super Minutes. kicks. Minutes. Yeah, Minutes. like 60 to 70 of them. Minutes. You can sit on my couch and watch Impact with me at the same time. It's too distracting. Oh, wow. Impact, that is. Wow. A wealth of talent there. No, I understand that. Next and then, no, he's already signed long term. Next to NXT, Big Cass. You know he was right there. Is he? He was. Uh, 510 Braceface, would Vince talk to Mark Taker if he narrated Raw? Or would, would, Mark, or would Mark Taker narrate the show? Thanks, friendo. Spanish fly, starship pain for life. So would Vince like? Would Vince be talking in his ear? Oh, like if, yeah, if, yeah, yeah. If, if Taker... Commentary, was, yeah. Yeah. You need a salad bar, Mark. Yes, yeah, listen, Vince. He would be saying on air, "Listen, Vince, power <laughs> of darkness <laughs> during the match. I don't care if you were the higher power. Powers of darkness legacy. Stop yapping in my ear." Yeah. Um, Universal Jones, Shag, Mary, Fire, Drew Gulak, Cedric Alexander, Mustafa Ali. Fire. Wait, who now? Cedric. 
Ali and, and uh, Gulak. Gulak. Well, you marry Ali because yeah. he's a sweetheart. Yeah, he seems like a really nice guy. You shag Drew Gulak because he'd have all weird submission moves. <laughs> no, that's gonna lead to pain. <laughs> yeah, no way. But you need a safe word, and then you what's fire. The, you what's f- the safe word? Uh, safe word is Cedric. And you fire Cedric. No, you fired. You fired Drew. No, man, it's too much pain, man. It you hurts know, too much. You know, live a little. Uh, Universal Jones, better kisser, Leo Rush, or Keith Lee? Well, probably Leo. <laughs> I don't know. Keith Lee's like a dad. This is weird. He's like a dad. <laughs> better kisser. <laughs> guys are idiots. Jonathan, F. Mary Fire, Buff Bagwell, Val Venus, and Velveteen Dream. Well, you F. Val Venus, obviously. And then who else? Uh, Mary Velveteen Dream, and then fire Buff Bagwell. Oh yeah, yeah, you fire Buff Bagwell. Yeah, there's. Or you answered them. Just nervous energy is all I got here. Uh, Wayne Maker, Levi, his question. Uh, Wayne Maker, power rank best high flyers of today and all time. Power rank best high, high flyer, fl- best higher flyer today. Well, the two best are Will Ospreay and Ricochet. Yeah, that's true. Of all time. Will Ospreay and Ricochet mm-hmm. with a special shout out going to 1997 Rey Mysterio. And also uh, Jushin Thunder Liger yeah. in his heyday. Yeah. Because he innovated and invented a lot Which of moves like that are 1950s. commonplace today. Exactly. Um, oh, this is an easy one to answer, so I'm going to uh, put right, it out there. Right, MJ, right. the Terran Empire champion. What do you think was the instigating factor for 205 Live becoming a decent show? Was it Drake Maverick coming on board as a general manager, or was it, it was totally Enzo getting fired? That's well, what it was. Well, I think that was, yeah, I guess that's the instigating incident because after that, Triple H took over. I will That's you, really what it is is, 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 is Triple H taking over is what's led to. I'm pretty sure him getting fired was the inciting incident for all that, though. Well, I don't think be, that they yeah. would have changed their format. They would have just kept on limping along. Probably. Because it was like doing decent, but not great. Um, Levi Spencer shoot wrestling match Karma versus Shaq who wins Karma Shaq doesn't wrestle he was in a Royal Rumble once I know if he got like a couple of real no it'd still be Karma yeah probably isn't Karma Awesome Kong right yeah oh you kidding me yeah give me a break Uh, Jonathan power rank insta trios um, tag teams plus a single uh, wrestler for example the mighty plus EC3 no, you need Sabatelli and Moss and EC3. That's yeah, the trio. Yeah, I agree with that. They could do some really, really fun little video vignettes mm-hmm, with those guys, mm-hmm. too. That could be a lot of fun. Who would be uh, some, someone good to pair with the Mighty, though? I was going to say Adeo Atami, but he's the wrong brand. Adeo Atami. All right. What about... Oof. I mean, Undisputed Era. You already got that. Adam Cole. They can't be touched. Yeah, I don't even know. Like, who 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 go with heavy machinery? Keith Lee. I would like them at that point. I would love them at that point. Then it, that would actually fit. That would actually kind of make sense. Keith Lee just—he looks like a steaks and weights guy. He looks like a barbecue guy. Like, hey, let's like a family yeah. barbecue. Yeah, hey, let's go mean, out there and have a family mean, barbecue. Yeah. Get the uh, pool going. What about War Machine? Hey, kids. What about Lars? Stop pushing each other in the what pool. About Lars with War War Raiders. Oh, that'd be good. Yeah. I'd like that. Yeah, that'd be good. Fear and loathing in NYC. Afternoon friendos. Home from work and high as F. I'd like a good laugh. So, Steve, can you impersonate Detective Otis Dozovic 
doing his best Columbo. Oh, he has kind of a Columbo voice, doesn't he? Allie! Yeah. Allie! Who killed that guy? We don't know. Time for lunch. Who wants some steaks and weights? Um, Go Oilers 83. Nikki Cross, Becky Lynch tag team name. Crossfire. It's good. It's good. Yeah, that's good. It's good. I want. I don't want her insanity now. No. <laughs> I need to keep her away from sanity. Yeah. You gonna do a Patreon question? Sure. Please and thank you. Penultimate Tommy Wiseau in kayfabe. Who's who goes over in this fatal four way? Fake Razor, fake Diesel, fake Undertaker, or NWO Sting? Well, it's got to be fake Diesel because Kane's had the best career out of everybody. Kane over primetime Brian Lee? Yeah. Kane's going to be a Hall of Famer. All right. Who eats the pin? Rick Bognar, Fake Razor, or uh, NWO Sting? NWO Sting eats the pin. Yeah, I think you're right about that. What's his name? Jeff Farmer or something like that? That sounds right. That sounds correct. Yeah, reading the question. I'm going to check that. Um, Ranch Dress and Wrestling is EC3. Yeah, Jeff Farmer. What face Bobby Roode should be. So if they said, hey, we're going with a face Bobby Roode for sure. Yeah, basically, yeah. Basically, yeah. A face with a little bit of attitude. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Because who's really the... I think Velveteen Dream is supposed to be the heel in this because well, he was yelling at the crowd. He's the one that left EC3 high and dry, too, at the tag match. Yeah. So, so EC3, yeah. I guess, is supposed to be the face, and he was sort of acting face at the pool. Mm-hmm. Boy, that was good. Uh, Becky Lynch, Teddy Bear. Hey, guys. Had a date last night. It went well. Nice. We watch you guys, and she thinks y'all are awesome. Aww. So, sh- long story short, she kissed me and too sweet of me in the end of, at the end of the night. Thanks, friendos. Damn it. But did she do the Undisputed Era? Did you guys throw up Undisputed Era at the end of the night? Da, 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 da. Did you say this date was undisputed? <laughs> Will Hammaker, I must, ask, I must ask you a question. What wrestler would look better with or without facial hair? Oh, man. We got so many people that uh, photoshopped Drew McIntyre with a mustache. Way better. It looks great. Oh man, are it's you like kidding the time me? traveler from the seventies. Yeah, it's pretty cool, dude. Are you kidding me? Like that dude should be in Hawaii fighting crime, mm-hmm. helicoptering to full sail, mm-hmm. dropping matches. He's not NXT anymore. I don't know why he's at full sail, but still, yeah, It'd be great. Uh, Fiend kicks thoughts on Gargano giving in and going full heel with Chomp and become a Psycho Killers tag team. Oh, that'd be fun, like a DIY, but like crazy. K-I-Y, kill yourself. Kill in yourself. How kill does that it work? yourself. Kill it yourself. <laughs> there you go. I always, for the record, I always hated that name, DIY. I always hated it. Yeah, it wasn't great. This <laughs> is like, it just, it's like for me, that's just home improvement. Or like zines. Yeah. You know, underground zine. music. Underground music. Yeah, exactly. so you go to Kinko's and photocopy your album covers. Mm-hmm. Yes. Tom Fox. What would you have liked to have seen? Oh, wait. What would you have liked to see pan out? If Alistair Black was still able to compete at TakeOver, he says, personally, I think it would have ended in Gargano helping Black win the title back. Yeah. That would have been the first step in Gargano's redemption. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Uh, Fear and Loathen in NYC. Oh, sorry. Hitman J, $2. No comment, however. Fear and Loathen in NYC. What would be your reaction if Triple H came out during TakeOver and says there's always a plan B, then Adam Mayhem comes out and throws the H title into the trash? So, like, I would mark out pretty huge for Oh, that. heck yes. <laughs> I, there's not really, like, even storyline within Friendo Road, which the next episode is going on this weekend. Um, 
even storyline, I would be into that. You know, my my character couldn't just be like, oh, that sucks. It's on NXT now. No, man. Are you kidding me? Adam Mayhem and NXT. That's huge for Adam Mayhem. And on top of that, he dumps it in the trash. Hell yeah. Yeah. It's just more. And people are going to ask, what is that title all about that he just dumped in garbage? Exactly. That's, that's where we come in. That's when we <laughs> Wayne Maker. Keith Lee is the nicest man in wrestling. Fact. He's got the nicest face yeah, in wrestling, like, at least. He seems like a, and a that's not dude. fake. Yeah, he You can't like a, fake that. He's, he comes across like a pretty good guy. Zach Stolpa, if Undisputed Era was never made, where would Adam Cole be in NXT? He'd still be towards the top. Yeah. And that's undisputed. That's undisputed. Cutting amazing promos from his car. Yeah. Uh, Fear and Loathing NYC, if Vince McMahon was Thanos and could snap his fingers and get rid of half of his roster, who would go besides 205 Live? You should have gone for a headshot, Thor. What now? If he could snap his fingers, who and could get rid of half his roster, who would go besides 205 Live? Uh, who would go? Probably Finn. Yeah. Probably Finn. Probably. Probably Daniel Bryan. Mm-hmm. Um. Maybe even Sasha and Bailey, because the fans really love them and they want them to do stuff with them, and they bitch a lot about that, and they don't do much with them. So probably them. Yeah, it could be. Um, uh, who else? Anybody on Raw other than Finn? Finn's a pretty big one. That's, that's, that's all I can think of right now. Oh, probably Kevin Owens. You think so? Yeah. Maybe, maybe not. No, think, no think, he, he Vince, let him headbutt him, yeah, huh? I think Vince is into Kevin Owens. All right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, maybe. Anyway, is that it for questions? Is that all our super chats? Yeah, that's all the super chats. Super duper chats. I read most of the, the one. There's not a whole lot of questions no, here. No, there's not. So that means it's end of show. Be sure to join us Sunday for a SummerSlam yeah. live stream. That should yes, be a lot please. of fun. It'll be a lot of fun. Come out. Tell your friends. Share, get on the patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson, et cetera, et cetera. Et cetera, et cetera. Yep. Anyways, Hilton, hit the music. Do it, okay. No. Oh, dear. Not on my laptop. Hilton, geez. I don't know what he's doing over there. Anyways, thanks for watching. Until next time, we'll talk to you guys later. Goodbye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.
Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.